0: Welcome to that Davis show. I am your host, Ken of Davis. Follow me at That's Davis. Of course, you know the executive producer of that Davis show and flipping friends. Whenever we record another one of those, it is executive producer Ryan Bukoveski. Follow him at Ryan B. Ski and Ryan B. Ski One on Instagram. Especially if you want to take in that hairstyle right there. Look at him and with the beard. Well, like I wonder how I'd be with the beard or without the beard. There's so many different layers <laughs> to this that you could you, he could go left or right, and it's still going to see you my. Life nice photo, and then you're like, Whoa, more Durans than I even thought. Still going. Brian's, Brian's up in Illinois. It's, hey, do you, are you going to see Stevie or anything while you're home? Yeah, I'm going to try to. I'm going to try okay. to for sure. I'm going to do a Chicago sweep, I guess, is what All I'm right. planning on doing this weekend. So tell him I said, What's up? Um, But yeah, Ryan's Ryan's up here in in the north until he goes back to Arizona later on next week. Uh, So we're going to maybe hook up this weekend and maybe take in a Sox game. I want to get in one before the playoffs since playoff tickets. I just did Sean and Maya. Sean told me all the playoff tickets for the first two games are snatched up. So I waited around and now I have to pay for it. Unless I'm going to buy pay, pay more on the secondary market, you got the hookup uh, with D and uh, Tony. I thought about Tony said he wasn't going to go too. I thought about I, I wanted to be like, hey, let me let me hold let me get in with that. Even though I don't know now, even with them being guys that had packages, if you can still get tickets, their tickets the tickets may be all gone. May first come first serve. Uh, but anyway, so we're going to definitely talk White Sox baseball with the playoffs upon us in the MLB. Uh, we're going to talk about the Bears in the upcoming game against the Detroit Lions and give you some of our thoughts against the Cleveland Browns, even though that is so many days since that drumming and ass whooping took place. I don't know how deep we need to go into there. Uh, but you know what? Let's go off top um, real quick. Off this is a, top? Take it from the top, the tippy. Oh, my people. Listen, I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. And it gets to the point where, and this is just since I was a kid and in a, a, a defensive sense as a defensive mechanism where I start to close off my heart to things that are going to hurt me. And that's how I feel watching Bears games right now that I'm tired of hearing Matt Nagy tell me lies. And it doesn't just it starts with him, but it goes up higher because he's allowed to do it by the people that give him the leeway to do the, the to, to come out there and fail. And then tell me that it's going to be different next week when it hasn't been good since the first seven to ten weeks of 2018. as far as the offense of the Bears offense uh, and play calling has been the last Two years and, and then this season being the third, um, it's been a complete standstill and it, it hasn't worked. And there's been foolish decision after the foolish decision. You can go back to Jordan Howard not being used in the first year to try to prove something when you regardless of if you if, you, if, if he's not your style of running back, you had a batting ram you could have used. And I'm not even putting that all on, on Matt Nagy as far as well. Yeah, I am putting that on Matt Nagy. But then you have the Mike Davis situation from the 2019 season where Mike Davis, you just treated him like he was a chump. And we saw that when when he got down there to Carolina and Kristen McCaffrey got hurt. And again, you didn't even use David Montgomery right into the end of last year, you know, but it's it's the fact that the offense has been in a standstill and you keep telling me that it's going to unlock and that this. This is going to happen, and when you when you right. get this and the we why, the um, yep. when you when you that's when you have it. That right when you see right there, <laughs> that's when you have that. You know, like all that Matt Nagy talk, I'm tired of it. And if you follow the show, you know, as a person, and I don't know Matt Nagy personally, but he doesn't have the personality of someone that I'm like. I can't stand that dude. So it's this isn't a personal thing. But when it comes to the team that I grew up with an affinity for, and you've given me at least two years of stressful season last year. And then you, you saw this show, and we just talked about the malaise and how even when they were winning, it didn't feel like they were winning, and you couldn't enjoy those victories. Right. And now into going to this year where i I never seen what I saw last week take place in the on, on the Bears game. I, I feel like I, since ha- even I have. Mark Trestman, at least. I have. I mean, Mark Trestman, with the Mark Trestman era, I have. So I'm I'm wrong. I'm wrong when I'm saying that. I've seen it once. It might not have um, been as bad, though, as Mark Trestman era. Like, that might have been worse. I said that today on Sean of I, where... I think Tressman's offense worked better than this offense. Right, does, I think it right? does a and little like, bit better. It, yeah, a little bit, a
1: little bit, but like it's, it's still the offense- same. They know exactly what you're running, and there's no deception whatsoever. And the league has completely figured it out. But there's just this
0: smoothness with Tressman's offense
1: that we're not getting with Matt Maggie. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we're we're not, and it's it's to like why why all right after last year. So we did under center. Um, It dropped today It's Siafa is on on Fridays The lead anchor in NBC Chicago Also we had Alex Brown on And um, just some of the I asked Alex Brown this And Alex Brown is funny So we're, we're having a show And we ask him about of Ryan Pace, and he's basically like, I, I don't think Ryan Pace should be fired. And he goes on, It's like he has an affinity for Ryan Pace. So then he goes, You know, I rode Ryan for 10 years, and it clicks. I said, He was down there and with the Saints when Alex oh, was down yeah, there, right?
1: That's right. So,
0: and see, Alpha starts it, but I cut it off, and I'm like, You, you, you were down there when he was the personnel development guy. right? Like, that, that's why you're giving Got Ryan you a Pace job. a pass, <laughs> right? That's like, That's why you're giving him a pass. He's your guy, right? But I asked Alex, and I said, after last season, why can't Ryan Pace just tell him, listen, Bill Lazer's going to do this? And he said that basically Siafa dug deeper, and I'm learning uh, from someone like a Siafa. He dug deeper and was like, why? As far as as far as far it would be bad for Ryan Pace to interfere? And basically, uh, Alex Brown said it's a hierarchy. I would be a bad GM and I would interfere. And I disagree. Um, when you see last year that Bill Lazor – had a, a, a much better understanding of how to run this offense than Matt Nagy does, how to get this offense to move consistently and have a rhythm and how to take advantage of the talents that you have on this offense. There would be no way that I would let, put my own job in the hands of Matt Nagy again. Excuse me. When it comes to play calling, I would. we didn't again, we wouldn't have to make it clearly known. That you're the CEO of the team and not the, the the offensive play caller. But me and you, as being bosom buddies, because uh, I don't understand their connection on why it's like, I mean, outside of maybe if you're gone, my job may be gone too. Uh, that's the only connection that I could see on why Ryan Pace wouldn't interfere to save his own skin. All right. And, and just even just to help the team that he put together, like you, you don't want to see Darnell Mooney go out there and score touchdowns. And the, uh, the uh, Allen Robinson, who you brought in David Montgomery, who you set up to succeed. You got rid of Mike Davis because you didn't want to have any th- threats whatsoever. Now, clearly, David Montgomery's a stud, but you you didn't let him earn it, earn it. You moved everything out the way so he can earn it. I mean, so he could have a job. And then you didn't the guy that you have running the team didn't even put him in there and use him right. So, like, you're not frustrated watching this take place, and you have people in the, in the building that – I'm not saying Bill Lace is a world-beater. I'm just saying he's a guy that's competent. And so, like, at what – like, this is why I'm saying that I'm sick and tired because this is common sense in life. This isn't just football. This is life. You give someone opportunity after opportunity, and you're not going to fire them, but they can still give up something to help both of you it happens. We're gonna do. Do you want your job? Because I like mine, right? So let's 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 do this because it keeps both of us in in these cushy positions instead of the definition of insanity doing the same thing and expecting a different outcome. And that's basically what we went into this season doing. The only change was Justin Fields was here, and we expect someone who's inept to play calling. That's just the truth of Matt Nagy when it comes to play calling and adjustments. He's inept. All right, when it comes to keeping a locker room, it seems like he may be straight with that. Yeah. All right, so I'm, I'm giving, I'm throwing some bouquets his way. Do that, but you saying that I have to be the play caller, you, 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 you you're, you're disrespecting everybody just for your own for your yeah. own selfishness. Like at one point, what when do you look at amongst the fan base, amongst the players in the locker room, amongst management, and say I need to do what's best, and I don't mean. um I don't mean for a period of time. I mean for the duration of the rest of my time here as the Bears head coach. This is better for the team if I don't do this because it just hasn't worked. And me thinking that I now I got new eyes on it because I've seen somebody else do it, it doesn't work. That This isn't you. Like, m- listen, Matt Nagy, and I'm going to tell you this, and I'm just thinking about this as I'm saying it. Matt Nagy, if the Bears could be decent for the next three years, could sit there and get another head coaching job. If Matt Nagy gets fired now, the only time he's going to become another head coach is either when he goes back and he's somebody's coordinator and he does extremely well, or he's on somebody's team and the head coach gets fired. And since Matt Nagy has experience as a head coach, right. even though it's not great experience, he they use him as the interim coach. That's the only way. He's not leaving here if he was fired this year and gets another head coaching opportunity. It ain't working like that. But he could help himself not fall back to being a coordinator if he just does right this year and next year. I said three. If he just right, like, some idiot would be like, you know what? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I think here it could work. Like it is, So it's even bigger than just here and just play calling. You can help your damn self, but you refuse. At one point, ego has to go out the window. All right. And self-preservation. But listen, maybe he's such a man where he doesn't care about self-preservation if it's not his way. All right. Which to that, I still say that's dumb. All right, yeah, Because you're dragging, you dragging us all down with you, and I'm tired of going down. And listen, it's not you. This, this organization has been dragging us down for a long-ass time. But right now, you're, you're the anchored weight that's pulling us down, and we need to just break this chain and swim our asses back up to the top.
1: And, you know, to your point with Ryan Pace coming down, I think there's a little justification there, because I wrote it in my preview of We Are Regal Radio for this Bears-Lions game. I mean, it's hard to go too deep down the list of things you need to do when you're making the dumbest football one on one mistakes. And when he's just doing a game plan where we're not running the football, we're not moving the pocket. We're doing exactly what we were doing. If Andy Dalton was there with the precision passing and the short, you know, even having the five wide out spread it out you got to make a quick decision fast so you don't get lit up that's the whole point of that protection and justin fields is clearly not at that point if i'm ron pace i'm marching down to matt Nagy's office like what the hell is this game plan like it's one Mm -hmm. thing if the game plan doesn't work but we don't have a exact issue with the most simplest things like there was chipping there was help from the running back we moved the pocket it just we weren't Doing other things, stuff that's maybe not football one-on-one. It's more like 202 or 303, and that stuff isn't working. But when you and I, the fan, anyone can just sit there and watch and be like, oh, we're not helping our quarterback whatsoever with the play calling or adjustments, it makes no sense to just continue to run out that game plan. Needs because You need someone to come down and be like, what the hell are you doing?
0: Mm-hmm. The period, dude. And look, what what makes it even more infuriating is it happened last year. It'd be different if this was last year, and it's like we didn't know that Bill Lazor can step in and do well, even against lesser teams, but do well and show us a competent offense. You did it and went back to the messed up guy. It makes that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Like, and that goes to ownership. Why are you allowing them to play with us in this team like this? Like they haven't done enough. To say, you know what, you guys for the last decade have done a terrific job, and these last couple of seasons have been hard. But look at look at the eight years where you guys were on the top of the game. I can understand, then. You know what I'm saying? I can understand being like, I I got to give them a little bit more leeway because look at look at the history behind of what they've done. This is a guy that he's coming in and he's failed outside of. Almost outside of 70% of the first season. All right. Right. And 70 might be high. I was about to say, outside of that, it's been on offense a failure. And they have this six-game
1: losing streak, and the ownership is like, oh, well, we saw them working behind the scenes, the cohesion. Like, you talk Mm -hmm. about that history.
0: That's what they're they're going to have a six-game losing streak history as reason to continue with this foolery. Great. Great point. Um, So, yeah, I'm I'm sick and tired of sick and tired. And we'll we'll dive more into the Bears and our thoughts on the upcoming game. And if Brian has anything he wants to add from the Cleveland fiasco. But I want to turn to something on the lighter note, something on a happier note. Um, I did enjoy seeing the the, the, the sky of one beat the Connecticut Sun in the first game. But I watched last night and they lost and I, I had my son watching part of it with me. Um, asking him, you know, do you know who that is? And he's like, Yeah, that's Candace Parker or, or whatever. And then I asked him, I was like, do you know that because of that Adidas commercial? And he was like, No, you know, I I know it. And I was breaking down to him, you know, how um important and how uh, joyous it is that Candace Parker decided after playing at a story WNBA franchise. I know the WA has only been along and been been around for like 25, 30 years, but when it comes, I mean especially since the um the comets are defunct, you know, the sparks are really one of the blue bloods of, you know, the WNBA and for um, Candace Parker to, to play her majority of her career in the Los Angeles basketball team uh, that has a couple of championships, if not three. I forget how many they had under um, Lisa Leslie. I know that Candace has one uh, before her to be a double MVP, won a defensive player last year. And decide to uproot and come home and not just come home to do a fair word tour, but want to come here and bring a ring to Chicago. It means so much because so many people wouldn't do that in that situation. Um, and how just the city has embraced her and she's embraced the city and yeah, she she's from Naperville but she had, to, she had to burn through the fire of Chicago players. You know what I'm saying? So she's been she's been put to the test. You know, she's been forged by in the flame as far as, you know, the Chicago way of basketball and even to see her skill set even at this age uh, was crazy seeing some of the behind the back stuff when you're talking about such a a, a forward doing this in the WNB. I mean, and it, I mean, she's old. So we're talking about this is a forward from 15 years ago. You know what I'm saying? Just mm-hmm. the skiography can go back to Pat Summitt and her at Tennessee, uh, but just to know even when, how she influenced the game, with because she was hurt at the beginning of the year, and when she's healthy compare their record to when she's out and it just, it lets you know that this team they wouldn't, they definitely wouldn't be here you know what I'm saying, like oh, they wouldn't yeah. be in the playoffs, they wouldn't even be in the playoffs and you can also see the focus I I I, I feel like Diamond Shields is, is trying to play hard, you see Cooper, Copper, Copper is snapping Out there, and you know, saying nothing out, nothing, Courtney Vandersloot, goodness gracious, with that triple double in the first game, but it's just great. And uh, it's just a feel good story. And with the Sox going into the playoffs, and I know we're going to get into some Sox chatter. Um, it's just nice in the city. And we deserve this. We deserve it more. We deserve to have our football team adding to it, um, actually. You right. know what I'm saying? It should be three, three feel good stories right now going on in the city before we get into basketball season, which right now basketball season is a feel good story with the additions of the in players. October baseballs have. feel good. Like everything should be feel good in this damn this, Bears yeah, I mean, at least the, the Cubs have an excuse because they actually did it. You know what I'm saying? So I won't be like, eh, hey, but maybe the cup, no, 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 they did it and now they have to redo it, right? So they have an excuse on what why they're not here but the rest of these teams that aren't up to snuff don't have excuses, mm-hmm. all right? And it's time that we start to let those ownerships know we're not settling for that mess, man. You better you better show us that you feel how we feel and you're changing and you're acquiescing to us and making sure that mediocrity, and it's not even mediocrity, it's below mediocrity, is okay because it's not okay. And this was supposed to be about the sky, but it changed it to the damn Bears again. I just can't help it. It's but- just burning in my blood. You know, what's really cool with this guy's story to me, too, is it's still kind of on the heels of the
1: Della Don just meltdown a few years ago. And you just felt like, man, that was an opportunity wasted at them being at the top. And now here they are with Candace Parker. It's a great
0: story. Do You know how good I felt with them beating the Lynx. In the, in, the, in, the, in, the, in the play, well, not the play-in, but in the one-and-done game, and Sylvia Fowles' ass, you know I feel about Sylvia Fowles. You sit your ass down, Sylvia Fowles, for leaving here. And I know it's different uh, management, different coaches and all that, but still, her Deladon bailed, all right? I thought that team was going to be here kicking all types of tail. So, yeah, it's good to have a Chicago girl come in here and let us know. You know, shout-out to Coach Wade. But um, yeah, man, it's 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 a feel good story. Everybody, make sure you check out those games. Support the sky; they deserve it. Um, they out there trying to do it for the city, man, and they out there. They try. They made a loss last night, but they were tired. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you and got they're in a good
1: position. Is, they're one and one. Right? The they, took one they took one. They took
0: one. They took one from the, the, the top seed. They took one. So yeah, let's go and knock out the sun, man. And let's 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 do this. It's gonna be good. I want. I've been wanting a WNBA championship in Chicago for a long ass time. Um, I'm gonna get one of these championship shirts, right? They win the title. I'm gonna give me, I'm gonna get that Candace Parker jersey. They win the title. Oh, right? I like that. I'm, I like that. I'm gonna get me one. I'm gonna get me one. They Tarasu
1: dropped 37 yesterday. You look yeah. at maybe the oldies, Parker, Tarasu in the finals. Right. Let's go.
0: Yeah, man, you definitely. Tarasi. you know, she, she's basically the GOAT, to be honest with you. You know what I'm saying? She's the GOAT, you know, like it's been, I think, I think you have to give it up to Tarasi being the GOAT. She's been doing it for 25 years since Connecticut and just been a lethal weapon. Uh, Diana is, she's deadly. To say the least, you know what I'm saying? But definitely, shout out to women's basketball. It's definitely been uh doing well this season. It's been enjoyable, but particularly with our home team. And I'm just rooting for the sky. Shout out to close friends like Chris Pennant, guys that follow the sky even really hard and re- do the reporting. I don't know how much Josh has been doing on it this year, but make sure you check out Chris Pennant. Check out Josh Hicks as far as uh, articles on the sky with definitely Regal Radio or any outlet that they are ascribing for. Um, but yeah, shout out to the sky. We look forward to you girls going even deeper. Let's go ladies. Let's go. Yeah, let's finish it. Let's finish it off. All right, man. Let's return to the bears. At that's the, a nice little break. Oh, you got to got to take a break. Listen, I got I went on. I went on shout in my this morning and it was such a somber mood. And see, that's the point where I'm not going to let the bears do me like that. The bears are not going to break my spirit. I'm still going to be here telling you what they did on the field that, that I don't like. I'm still going to be here to tell you as far as what they need to do that number. I don't know. Um, But as far as giving my heart to just losing, I'm not, you know what I'm saying? I'm a, I'm a, this is going to be done from a scientific level and not from a feelings level. You'll see when it changes, you know what I'm saying? Where, you know, I'm still going to be riled up, but like, I, I can't, I mean, because they don't love me back. Like, yeah, that's I feel like I'm on the same wavelength as you right now. Yeah, they know it'd be different if if they gave me something they they don't they don't they don't love me back. And I, I need that from my charter franchise to where it's important. And it's not just important where we play it on a financial sense, but it's important on what we put on the field. So now when you're showing and you're putting your big boy pants on with this Arlington Heights move, put your big boy pants on when it comes to this coaching staff and that general manager. You know what I'm saying? Show us that them being mediocre and below mediocre is not okay. You know, like we're we we're, we're not gonna you did it before with Tressman and Emery. Right. All right, do do it, and you didn't give Tressman and Emery none of this money that you've spent on this. You know what I'm saying? You were tearing it. Don't forget part of the reason why that John Fox initial Ryan Pace teams were so bad is because the defense had been torn to a sutter. Right, like you did the, the, they didn't have the talent initially. John Fox' first year here, and but then you started to see that Big Fangio with a, a, a couple of together of players on the defense could had a system that it was like, whoa, that, that 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 defense may be something. You started to see it the second half of that first season of John Fox's tenure that it was like the defense they may be able to they may, they they jailed, you know what I'm saying? And then that next year you saw they 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 were a top ten, they were like number ten indeed. This is before, of course, the Khalil Mack situation. Um, but it, it's just but that system you're talking about,
1: like, I think that's, what's driving everybody nuts. Like we've known for years now, you don't force players into a scheme. You get a scheme around the players that you have. That's how you win in the NFL period. And a story, the greats, that's what they're doing. And we get Justin Fields, this thing that we've been finally like so happy with, with the franchise. And what do they do? Bear style. Try to jam him into this scheme that's Mm -hmm. clearly not working with these horrible play calls, with no, you know. There's no consequences for any of this from upper management. They are still doing everything ass backwards where it's like, oh, we have to trust the coach. We have this coach. We need to have this trust so we have this perfect syncing up of ownership, management, and coaching when it's just wrong and any football idiot knows, hey, maybe we should do things that Justin Fields does well instead of doing things that he's still learning how to do, and now we're making our – top pick look like he's going to be wasted we're hearing headlines already of should he demand his way out of Chicago like if your management wake the hell up you're doing it backwards again fix it
0: I I, I agree which again that 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 and that Dan Erlowski Stephen A. Smith discussion was ridiculous as far as a rookie in the NFL forcing right. his way out Right, I, and I think Orlowski used the fact that Josh Rosen, how he was done. That it, it the flip side, Justin <laughs> Fields can force himself, which is just like you. Look, sometimes this is where this is where you need a producer to be like, hold yes. on, guys. All right, this isn't going away. This, this. I will this
1: special- say this though, like mm-hmm. they, you're right. They need the producer. It's way too much. But I think as Bears fans, we could totally see that in a couple of years if they just keep doing this BS oh, yeah. and if it's, he it's, shows something, it's, yeah. and it's like. I don't even want to think about that as a possibility. This shouldn't even be on, like, we should be ready with the contract number two.
0: This isn't the NBA where you have to sign that first deal out of your rookie contract because it's so much more money than if you went to another team. This is NFL and any team could come and see something in Justin and see the fact that the Bears did him dirty and say, listen, I, we got offense here already. All we're missing is that that guy under center. And we believe that perhaps you are that gentleman. You know what I'm saying? Um, but right now, I mean, I don't think that's going to happen because I don't even yeah, think it's ridiculous. Cause either what's going to yeah. happen is either, either, either. Either whoever's in charge of this offense, since Matt Nagy wouldn't tell us, you know, exactly who's doing the play call, whoever's in charge of this offense, if they don't get this shit together, they're they're gonna be gone. And I know this is this I could say that and people be like, well, Kenneth, you said that last year. They had it last year. They're not listen, City ain't taking that two times. I'm gonna tell you that no. right now. And I, I don't think ownership thinks that is is silly enough to believe that I mean somebody has to somebody's gonna have to fall on the sword for this one. You know, and I'm it, it, it just, can't
1: be an assistant coach.
0: No, it can't be the offensive line. You can't put Juan Castillo right. and say, Oh, well, you know, Juan Castillo is it's on you. No, 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 no. We
1: have the greatest developer of talent, but we found out he's the problem. So we need to get right. rid of him and bring in somebody else.
0: Right. Like you can't you can't you can't use the health Stry- Helfert uh thing like you did with the offensive line. Right. Um you, That gonna, damn gonna, laser,
1: he had too much right. Gibbs in him. That's the right. problem.
0: Right, dude. No, this you, Matt Nagy, you're gonna have to step out, and you're gonna have to pay for the fact that all you had to do was let Bill Lazor do his job. Like it, it's it's so ridiculous. All you had to do, all right. Like how many times do we have good offensive play callers that are head coaches that still give up the play call so they can fact so they can think about the whole entire team. You know what I'm saying? Like, we've seen it. Look like at actually, Mike McCarthy in his prime. I was thinking about, listen, i was thinking. out. That's exactly what I was thinking about was Mike McCarthy, even though perhaps Aaron Rodgers was kind of like, yeah, you better give up that play call yeah. because you, you're not doing enough. So but that's at why the I didn't time, say at the time he was he like considered offensive, this offensive guru. He was, he, but now we know a little bit more. So that's why I was like, but he maybe still not.
1: ran the team successfully giving that up
0: like because yeah, he because he, he had Aaron Rodgers on his team right hey
1: you know? but if you're Matt Nagy, give it up let Justin Fields become Aaron Rodgers and just
0: do the Mike McCarthy thing um, um d- but you should have known that last year so this, so wait uh, Now I'll say this you got a new toy you think this new toy fits so now you think your offense may work your offense has never worked like yes last year we didn't get to see perhaps if it was work due to the faults of offensive line, which did improve at the end of the year against lesser teams, right? But still, that was really under Bill Lazor and you. And the part of you was when it started to get stagnant again, right. when you started running your stuff. And if you, in your heart of hearts, you know that. But you still let your ego block you from succeeding this year by taking over the play call again, which it made no damn sense whatsoever for you to be allowed to take over the play call again. Look, so, look. Like, look at
1: the ramps. They were with Todd Gurley on one leg and Jared Goff, and they were expected to be a great offensive team. Right. And Sean McVay makes it work with whatever he's got. Kyle Shanahan makes it work with whatever he's got. Like, I'm sick of, oh, you know, last year would have been good, but he didn't have the offensive line. Oh, you know, this year it'd be good, but he didn't have this. Oh, it would have been good, but we didn't have the – it's just like, dude, can you ever make it work with what you have? Like, so too look, bad, so sad.
0: To look, I didn't get – and we, we, our listeners didn't get – how you felt about the Cleveland game on various platforms. People have probably heard what I've had to say, but let's find out which your, some of your thoughts on that past game that took place in Cleveland, a slaughter. Oh man. I felt
1: like Justin Fields, honestly, like I remember just turning off the game and just like thinking about it, like, boy, did they even chip or move the pocket once? I like, I just didn't remember seeing any of that. I remember in that second half, you know, The Bears' pass rush looked great in that first half. And then Cleveland's like, hey, let's do some draws. Let's do some screens. And just none of that from the Bears. And this is Stefanski from your same division. You're the guru. Stefanski never got the guru label. Mm -hmm. And he's coming in and doing exactly what you need to do, building an offense around his quarterback skill set and what his line and running back and receivers can do. And it just – It just felt like one of those games where you really bludgeoned as a fan because you just know that, hey, there's some good good on that defense. They can really rush the passer. When Khalil Mack was hurt and they were still doing their thing and Robert Quinn was actually looking like the free agent you paid for, like Mm -hmm. you felt good about that, but you just knew that eventually they're going to wear out with how the way that offense was going – and that was 2019, that was the second half of 2018, you know, that was 2020. I mean, that was all of that, just in that one game, just like, oh, we have just seen this so much. You just felt like you you were surreal, like Twilight Zone. Like, this cannot be the same thing that I'm seeing all over again. Just crazy play calling, nothing's working on offense, except David Montgomery, but we're not gonna give him the football. It just felt like one of those games where, like you said, sick of being tired. Like that is, that is the microcosm right there. I just wanted to wash my hands of the Bears, honestly. Mm-hmm. At that point, like, cause and it was also familiar too. Like, we beat the Bengals barely, and we didn't. Know the Bengals were a team. Maybe they kind of are a good team. They're three and one. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, but you come back and the Browns, you just felt bad feelings feelings for the Bears and then it looks worse than you even thought it could and on top of it now you just like have to lick your wounds and get Detroit in here and they'll probably beat Detroit and it'll probably be ugly and they're just that team that's going to beat some of the really bad teams but they just can't help themselves and beat any of the good teams and that's Mm. just the part that's so I've seen enough of this. And if you if you have a coach and GM that can't take you to the next level against good teams, they gotta go.
0: Mm-hmm. That's facts. That's facts. They they need to. But again, um, ownership is um negligent. They're negligent. You know, they're 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 not focused. They're not focused. They don't. I mean, I believe they care. Let me say, they don't care. They don't care enough. And and relationships to them is more important than. Right. What's taking place on the field. Um, but let's bottom move on. line
1: doesn't matter too much for them. Great, great just point. But
0: the bottom line is they're still getting that money. You know, yeah. bottom line is those turnstiles and those concessions are are, are still money is fall, flowing into the coffers, and that's the bottom line, you know. But let's move over to the this Lions game coming up at Soldier Field, um, this upcoming Sunday. Um, Dan Campbell has the Lions playing with passion. Um, so this isn't your Matt Patricia Lions. I, I do believe the Bears will win. Part of me doesn't want them to win because I want this dumpster fire to just get so high I that know, you can see too. it from space. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That you can't, that you can't, you can't turn away from it if you're management because it's just that inferno. You know what I'm right. saying? It's like, oh my goodness! Like I mean, you even when you go to sleep, the fire's so big that you can right. still feel it on your just on your skin. It's miles away. <laughs> But you still feel the fire because it's such a humongous inferno. Um, you that's, like that's close that's your eyes and you still get yeah, the red you still, glare. Still like, yeah, even, yeah, even through your eye sockets, <laughs> it's, still, it's light. It's lighter than it's being pitch black. You know, like that's how large I want this fire to become to kind of get the, some of the results that we desire when it comes to this team um, being ran as a competent team and organization. Um, look, the Bears defense should have a field day. That's one thing. I mean, they should be able, even last week, you look at what Tonga did and there's a chance that Eddie Goldman may play. I don't know if the injury report comes is out today. Is he even here? Is he, uh, is he even yeah, he, want to he, play? Yeah, he was limited. I'm right. He was limited this week, though. So he did practice some this week. Um, I just don't I'm know with if he you. wants to play. I feel like he's just I'm, clocking I'm, the check. I'm, hey, I, I feel you. You know, I've had questions about Eddie Goldman, but you look at what Tyrus, Tyrus Tonga did last week. You look at the additions of Mario Edwards Jr. and what Blackson is doing. Uh K- Lyle Nichols is playing exceptionally well. Keem Hicks is playing great. Keem Hicks is a Keem Hicks. And then like you said, what what uh Quinn is like fourth or fifth in sacks with four sacks this season in the NFL. Um I think the defense outside of Eddie Jackson making business decisions and whiffing. Um, That's one of the that's the most infuriating thing of the defense last week, outside of them being tired um, of trying to hold and be stout for the offense and the offense just let them down. And then the defense finally uh, had to just they just got beat.
1: And just a sprinkle of personnel. This drives me
0: crazy by being too short at the cornerback spot. Yeah. I, 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 but you know what? Those, those passes, man, a lot of guys, with those no, sideline they, passes. They didn't
1: play bad. That's what I'm yeah. saying. A little sprinkle yeah, of just, just like, sprinkle. man, those, we should have about that a little more.
0: I mean, people's Jones, don't, like two of those people's Jones passes, I don't think anybody could have broken. By the up. way, did you think one of those,
1: I wanted to see a replay. I thought one might have been an out of bounds that they missed in two minutes where it seemed I like, like his knee or foot touched the out of bounds before his other knee
0: was down in the play. I I thought it may have been in, but I, I don't clearly remember, but I thought he may have been in. Um, not that it matters. The, listen, but. OBJ and OBJ being rusty look better than what you could expect. Um, but I mean, listen, they get paid too. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And they're not slouches. They have one of the better offensive lines in the Bears Ate their They drink their shake, not ate. They drink their shake. You know what I'm saying? I drink your shake. Um, <laughs> You know, so the defense should. I mean, they they know they know Jared Goff right now. Again, they, they may not. It's probably not going to be the same offense, but they have to do some of the things that he liked. I would think he liked and enjoyed about the Rams offense. To me, again, that's just that, that's me saying that. Um, but I, I expect the Bears to win. I just I'm intrigued to see what this this offense looks like because it's gonna be easier because you're not playing against two first round picks as edge rushers that you went up against Cleveland with and nice tackles too. Let's not forget their tackles and those corners. But you you so they get a they should get a pass, even though it's not as easy as the last the, the Tigers, and even though I mean not the Tigers, the Lions. Let's not forget the Lions beat them at the end of the game last year one of those last few games that they had and they lost it in the fourth quarter, not in the fourth, the last few minutes. Um so the Lions should have beat the
1: Ravens to- a week ago.
0: Right. They sh- don't and they ran down to 49ers in week one. All right. So um I think the Bears are gonna win. I think we should see a I say this, but we'll see. We should get a healthy dose of David Montgomery. He should get 20 carries. I say he gets 18. Um Uh, Depending on how many times they throw in Damian Williams after David Montgomery has done something and needs to get a lather. I don't even like give give Damian Williams his own series, but let's get David Montgomery like lathered up. Let's get him going out there and being the battering ram and stud running back that he is. Can we use that
1: guy, our best offensive player, and maybe control the clock and help
0: our defense? Like, geez. right. Right. So. Also that's one of the best things about having a mobile quarterback is the running game and then the ability to the fake right. and then get you know hit your running back in the flat or help your running back because they have to have a spy like that's what you're supposed to be taking advantages of. How about the, the shovel pass game.
1: with him Justin Fields motioning out to the outside and so everyone's shifting there and you shovel pass
0: back in. How about that for a shovel pass? Right. So I think the I think I think because of what happened last week the offense will be better. We don't know who's calling the plays, which is ridiculous. Just own it. You're an adult. Own it. All right? Um, I think they'll win. Um, again, a part of me doesn't because what does that do as far as the true outcome of this season? Like, this season is still early enough that you may be able to do something depending on if Larry Boreham and Tevin Jenkins. Larry, Larry Boreham will be back. We don't know about Tevin Jenkins, but if Larry Boreham is as good as some people believe, you know, and you can at least get one tackle back. You know what I'm saying? Then the, the excuse is lessen as far as personnel, you know, but the, the talent is there. Off- the offensive line is beat up. That's one thing. Offensive line is beat up. But if you can, if you can fix the offensive line like you did last year, um, and if Jason Peters may be conditioning this issue and he can get a little bit better, I don't know how much he can get better being as long in the tooth as he is. Mm-hmm. Um, but you, they, there's still a chance to salvage this season. And I just don't feel like they are, you know, but it's still so early. And I know they have but they have a, a horrendous, a horrendous schedule as far as the competition as comes up after this Lions game. But you can still, because of the amount of talent that you have on this team, have a chance. You won't beat all those teams, but have a chance to go in there and upset somebody. And maybe uh, out of six games, you get three of them. You know what I'm saying? Which then you're sitting there and you're 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 what you're four and four. No, you're four and five. You know what I'm saying? You still have a chance at four and five to do something this year. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I could hope for that. But why Why hope when my hope has just been pissed on? You know what I'm saying? Like, because you're not trying. You're not trying to do the best for this team. You're not. You know, like, that's that's a fact. When it comes to what's best, it's, it's a man out there, and his last name is a reference from a beam weapon. All right, and you're not mm-hmm. implementing him and I'm talking about bill laser that's the best option and that we we had we work crazy we have to be around here talking about bill Lazor like he's a world beater you know, know. but it's like right, once again but, the bear bar that's so low that low low bar right so um Jeez. yeah I have them I have them winning um I, as you said I don't think it' should it, you know I don't even know if it's gonna be a victory where it's a hard victory see I, I feel like it could it, it could go either way. Let me say that I don't have a real prediction. It could be a game that's a hard fault game, and the Bears pull it out, and you you feel like, damn, the Bears should have been much better than that with the team that doesn't have the amount of weapons that Chicago the Chicago Bears have in Detroit. Or it may be a game where the Bears just come out on all cylinders and it's a lie being perpetuated that this is truly who they are when they yeah. just face a team that couldn't really match up against them at this point point. and matchups it may also just be matchups even compared to the 49ers and to the Ravens the Bears may have be a better a be have better players matched up against the Lions than those players at certain positions so that so that's what I'm fearful of on you Monday, know what I'm
1: fearful of
0: is more so the Bengals win. Like, you need four takeaways
1: and you win by a field goal. Like, I guess, you know, the other way, if they just come out and stomp the Lions, it would be fool's gold. But there might be some real gold in there, maybe. Like, maybe that can start up something, because maybe that means Bill Lazor is the play caller or something like that. If they come out and win 20-17 to with, like, four takeaways and the Lions just Lions and lose the game, I mean, it's just like... You got to feel even more hopeless, don't you? Like, you can't even stop the bad team in your division?
0: The problem with this, though, Ryan, is this. Last year when Bill Lazor was doing fine, you started seeing the creeping of Matt Nagy back into the
1: offense.
0: Right. I got to be a play caller! I got to be! I think, Bill, I think you should do this, right? Like, you know, just, hey, Bill, hey, right here at this position, I I would probably do something like this, you know, and just taking it back, slowly, methodically snatching the play call back. And so, like, this is early. So what, by week 10, it's it's back in Nagy's hands, basically? I'm like, how can I have faith that this is the last time he's going to try to do the play call? So that's where I feel you. And common sense should dictate he should never be allowed to do it as a Bear, as a Bears coach again. But they allowed him to do it already again when he should have never been able to do it again. So, I mean, I'm just trying to use common sense because they're a lot of me. You know what I'm saying? Real quick, they're a lot of all of us. Um, but, yeah, I think they're going to win. I think um, I think finally we'll perhaps start to see some separation with our receivers. I, I, wa- I wonder – partially how they're going to move justin fields around even though you know when you're looking at the front four of the lions it's not really something like you know that they, that they, they're not going to bring back the ghost of robert porsche you know what i'm saying so it's just one of those things where this one should this one they should be able to to go in there and, and get a w you don't even have matthew stafford there being the wild gun that could bring them back um so they should win but it's just still, what does that victory truly mean? And I know Ryan, you said that it could be the start of something. I'll love to eat crow, and it's the start of something. I would, I, and like I just said, it's still so early that you can turn this year around, all right? And it's not like you're playing with a team where the cupboards are bare. You know, the defense is getting older, but there's it's still a nice defense. You know what I'm saying? You still have Mooney. You still have A-Rob. You know, the offensive line, scheme-wise, you're going to have to you're gonna have to have scheme this O-line and help this O-line until those junks those just come back. And that's even if they come back and they're as good as they can. And I'm not saying they won't be good, but as good as they can be just being rookies that didn't even really get a, 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 a time to really get the rust out and learn the system all the way. Um, so I have them winning. But again, I guess it's we'll a scary thought scheme up we'll, for the offensive line. Right. Right. That's hard right here. That's that's something that we've never seen. It's <laughs> scary. I guess next week we'll come back and we'll decide and talk about uh, how the offensive looked and what we think. Hopefully it'll be in a positive manner. And if it's in a positive manner, hopefully that will matriculate throughout the rest of the season. But I don't have faith right now that it will because looking at the past three seasons, it, it really hasn't when Matt Nagy has been charge of the play call.
1: Yeah, uh, I mean, that pass should look good enough for a deep playoff run. It gets you excited that maybe they have a little bit more. But as soon as you see that offense, just the Matt Nagy offense, the only chance they get the Bill Laser offense, maybe that's the only chance that they have of – You know, being any kind of salvage this year. But when Matt Nagy's that play caller, I mean, we've seen enough. This is like that, like, uh, you know, the Bulls drafting a a top five guy. He's been in the league for seven years and he hasn't been able to get started. At, w- at what point is it just ridiculous to give up on that hope and start being realistic? Like Matt Nagy, he may be a good head coach. He is not a good play caller, and he is not good at putting a game plan or a scheme around the talent that he has. He needs players that fit what he wants to do.
0: And now for sure we know that Andy Reid did take back play call. Like if because if the the reason that story was and we see Matt Nagy can't play call you think and you think that that Andy Reid was gonna let him do this to Patrick Mahomes after seeing like oh you can't really do this job Andy Reid took back the play call and then he just didn't come out and say it because that's his man and he wanted him to get his job but Andy Reid took back the play call Matt Nagy didn't know what he was doing and then Andy Reid let this he lied let this come over and infect us all right. I should be. I like Andy yeah, Reid. I should be say, more upset. Uh,
1: he's the most ready assistant that he's ever had to become a head coach or something like that.
0: Listen, Andy Reid. Let me keep boy, this uh, Eric enemy over here. I need right, that. Selling wolf tickets, but yeah, I, I should have. I should be angered towards Andy Reid. Um, and look, the Bears should listen. i will be like, um, who gave you what, What's the call? When um, and people be like, can I use you for a uh, a reference? Yeah, like, yeah. Andy Reid lied to us like an MF. Or like, damn, Andy Reid was lying to us when you asked him about Matt Nagy. I don't trust Andy Reid for nothing, right? Like, I mean, like, Andy Reid, boy, I thought you was a good Mormon. I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, but, yeah, um, we'll see. I mean, what's your prediction for the game before we switch off?
1: Yeah, I think the Bears will win. I, I think it's going to be close, though. I just don't see them imposing their will on the lions I, I think that's the best case scenario because maybe it gives kind of that idea that if they can get all these parts ru- up and running maybe they can be competitive against good teams mm-hmm. i know they can be bad teams that's that's not a question and usually they struggle to beat those bad teams but they got enough talent to be bad teams i i want to see something unfortunately i don't think that's going to happen this week but it'll be a Bears victory, and then I guess Vegas is after that where you start just seeing the, like you said, the the tolling, just gauntlet-style schedule that they have coming up after this week with the Lions. So
0: I'm sure we'll see their wards once again real soon. All right. So we, we, we waiting when are we going up for grabs? I don't know yet. When when we start up for grabs?
1: I was thinking we'd do a little bit of previewing of this weekend, and then we'll do up for grabs after that.
0: All right. Just want to know. Just want to know. All right. So we're uh, previewing the beginning of October football. Um, Let me ask you
1: if you got any off the top of your mind off top. uh, But I have some some games I want to get your thoughts on. Okay, how about just sticking with that noon slot? Browns Vikings. Are you a little more impressed with the Vikings? Do you think that they're one and two? Do they put up a better fight than the Bears?
0: Yeah, they're better than the Bears right now. Uh, when you look at what uh, the I, to I was about to give Kirk Cousins props. When you look at what they're doing, are you clicking? Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Got a pet. But, but when you look at what's that offense is doing. Um, yeah, I mean, they're 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 playing they even a little bit last week with Conklin. Um, you didn't think this offense was going to be like this, you know, and we know that Zimmer's a defensive guy, even though that he was rebuilding the defense after getting rid of a lot of players last year. I was watching the Vikings last week. Like, you know, it's clear they're the second best team in the division right now. It's, I mean, when you look at the fact that they can move the ball and don't let Dalvin cook, be healthy. um, It's, it's not a question. So that's an interesting game from the standpoint of, you know, if they can't put Kirk Cousin on his back, it may be a long day for the Browns, you know. But again, they're a riding victory, high, those pass rushers, I'll tell you that. That's what I was about to say. That's <laughs> what I was about to say. A victory like what they had last week. Because, I mean, they hadn't jailed. You gave them a chemistry game, basically, that they didn't mm-hmm. deserve. And it was more than the chemistry game. And Miles game. Garrett, like,
1: here, here's a career high to make you feel good about this Right. The rest of your like, season. man,
0: let's, get, let's help you get the defensive player of the year early. All right? Like, <laughs> here's so, five so. sacks sir four and a half i know but here's here's five sacks sir to your tally right like don't worry <laughs> oh, about it we got you man. all right um yeah that one i think is going to be a good game um even though it's, it's probably what is it an earlier late game so i can know if I'm. that's gonna a to
1: noon it that's a noon one yeah, so i mean but now, don't worry we'll talk about the next slot because your red zone channel can be fired up for the three o'clock slot I'm just going to read off the games because I think we could basically talk about all of them to a certain degree. You got Cardinals at the Rams. You've got the Seahawks mm-hmm. at the 49ers. You've got the Ravens two and one going to the Broncos, who are three and zero, oh, and that line is even right now. And then you got Steelers going to the Packers.
0: I all in the ra- three
1: o'clock time
0: zone. I have Ravens beating. I have Ravens beating the Broncos with the injuries that wide out that the Broncos have. I know Patrick is doing well. Uh, that You said the Cardinals against the Rams? Mm-hmm. I got to go with the Rams on that one. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to go with the Rams on the card. That's going to be entertaining. That's a tasty one right there. That's going to be entertaining to say. the I see, I see an interception of two right there, you know what I'm saying, for Kyler Murray. Definitely one. Definitely one. All right. Um, you said the Seahawks are playing, they're playing the, the 49ers. 49ers. Mm-hmm. We're gonna so we're gonna find out something about the Seahawks in this this game. I think even right
1: the 49ers, here. too, a little bit. I think this I mean, is a, I, kind of a perfect game for both of them.
0: I, I, I can, I can agree. Then, listen, going to let you know how wrong I can be. You said last week, <coughs> sorry, that the um, the Chargers um kc game i said they was gonna get their asses kicked the Chargers, and they won and you said you didn't see that game uh was going to be you thought that was the game was going to be an even game when it comes to those offenses at least and shout out to you uh for when you said that um so yeah i'm gonna go with what you say it's a proof of game for (laughs) both (laughs) of them oh i like that producer listen to your producer um what other game did you say that I haven't? I haven't won a Uh, pa- uh Packers Steelers. The Steelers
1: are going oh, to win that's,
0: that's the Steelers about to get their asses kicked. I'll say that. Steel, I mean, Mike it's Tomlin got some magic, maybe, dude. It's not Mike Tomlin. It's it's the offensive line and that yeah. old ass quarterback. I mean, yeah. listen, you may as well just start the game with Ben Roethlisberger laying on his back because he's going <laughs> to end up there. All right, just lay him down there. Just lay, help him down and lay him. Because he's like, Shorty is getting hit. He's getting abused in the back. And, I mean, that arm that arm is just gone. I mean, he can still get it there. But it's like, oh, Kurt Warner, like, I got to get it yeah. off early. You know and he I mean? was it's, not anticipatory back no, in his he prime. Wasn't, I wasn't, he was a, he was a CU open guy for the most yeah. part back in his prime. So, like you said, been anticipatory now is not his forte. You know what I'm saying? And also, mm-hmm. those receivers – I don't believe that's their forte just yet, because for the most part, outside of Juju, they're young. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, even Juju was young, but still, you know, he's been in the league for four or five years. Um, I mean, that, that one man, the Packs got a W for me. I, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong, but man, that that offense right now, I mean, man, I would have to be seeing what I'll have to see what Haskins has in him. You know, it's and I know it's early to go away from Ben like that, and Ben has done so much for that organization. But man, it's you're not going to be able to do it with Ben Roethlisberger behind that offensive line. And I mean, none of those Rudolph or Haskins aren't necessarily mobile quarterbacks, but they may be able to move in the pocket better than Ben. like Ben Roethlisberger should have retired. That's just Plus, he's fast. not a pocket mover.
1: He's the guy that takes hits and throws right. it. And
0: people ho- holding on to him while he's I'm too big for you. That's an um, so example that, of a game
1: not translating. The older you get, unlike a Tom right. Brady who didn't have any of those skill sets, anticipatory,
0: moving the pocket. I'm playing till 45. Great point. Great, great, fantastic point, actually. So, yeah, the pack has a W in my opinion. What about you? Give, oh, you, the, give me the uh, rundown. Your thoughts?
1: Uh, I think the Rams. Uh, Cardinals are going to be Explosive I expect a lot of points I think that's going to be Fun to watch Both of those teams Go at it I think uh, 49ers Seahawks Those have been Really close games Over the last couple of years I, I'm excited to see The two Contrasts of FC West styles You've got uh, Light them up Rams Cardinals Both of them Want to play a track meet And then you got 49ers uh, Seahawks They want to play A little bit more Run game Pound you with the defense mm-hmm. That kind of style uh, I'm with you That the Packers are going to win that game Unfortunately the Steelers just have no Offense to speak of whatsoever And then uh, that Broncos Game I think is a little interesting I think Lamar Jackson it's going to be They're going to try to make him throw the football And it's going to be one of those Games if he can hit guys Downfield and get points it's going to be good If they keep that low scoring ooh, Watch out Broncos might be 4-0 But Mm -hmm. how about uh, These primetime games too We got the return of Tom in New England, Tampa going to New England Sunday night. And then a, a really w, nice.
0: That's a W for Tampa all day. We don't even need to. <laughs> again.
1: And I like the really nice
0: AFC West Monday night game. Raiders at the Chargers. Ooh, that's a nice one. That's a nice, nice one. Ni- that's a nice one with how well the Raiders are playing. All right. Shout out to Maya guy. How well the Raiders are playing. And the Chargers, you know, coming off of beating Kansas City. I mean, both of these teams are showing that that stronghold that Kansas City was supposed to have on that division right now is faltering. Right. You know, still early, it's still early, and Kansas City usually figures out. The defense because they can't spend as much money on there. But if you get Spagnola half of a season, usually kind of figures it out to get the best out of the parts that are there, so that the the bend part isn't breaking. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. so, it's you know that I, I still think Kansas City, uh, and I know that they're, they're last in the division, has the chance to take the division, or uh, you know what I'm saying. So we'll see. But yeah, I mean that uh, Derek Carr is is balling out right now. Um, Justin Herbert is just Mike Williams
1: balling out too. My right. goodness. you know what I'm
0: saying we, we've been waiting for years to see that take place. Um, uh, you, Cam Eckler, um, you know, like get, yeah, got. Listen, those, listen that that division, and we poo pooed on it a little bit, is a lot stronger than what we thought when it looked like it was going to be the Chargers was the upstart against Kansas City, and now all those teams have teed off and have prepared for what they knew they had to do to get ahead of Kansas City and again, it's early, so we'll see after everything has fallen as far as the season ends, who's where and who's what record-wise, um, but yeah that Monday night one, I may actually have to to watch that one with was, yeah. is Peyton, is Peyton Eli doing a simulcast not I'm analysis? not
1: sure I'm going to okay. double check. I'm not sure, but that is definitely the way I'm going. If I have my yeah. option.
0: Definitely. 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 What about you? How are you? How, what are your feelings in those games?
1: Uh, I think, uh, like you said, I expect Tampa Bay to win. It's going to be, I guess, interesting to hear some of maybe the stuff,
0: the behind-the-scenes yeah. interview. But the game itself, I'm already tired be that of that. I'm already tired of hearing about the relationship <laughs> between Belichick and Brady. It's like y'all know that the rest of our worlds don't revolve around what yeah. happens at Foxborough. Like, yeah. I, you know, we we know. Like, okay, just play the game. Like, it'd even be different if the Patriots were like dope right now you know what i'm saying yeah like a real threat super bowl preview then then i'd be like yeah let's do it but listen none of these rookie quarterbacks are doing i know listen mac jones has has played the best as far as just not turning the ball over like the rest of them have basically right but none of these guys have been world beaters so miss me with that you know what i'm saying it's just it's not enough i know they keep trying to put meat on the bone about the relationship between the coach and quarterback it's not enough for me to tune in for that (laughs)
1: It's like that grown meat in a petri dish. They're trying to get Ugh. that meat on the bone. <laughs> nah. But I nah. like that Chargers Raiders. Like I'm getting old school feels on that Monday night. Like it feels like yeah. that
0: AFC that West is old school. That is a old oh, that is that's what you usually would see in the Monday night game. That that's true. That is that is some old school or it'd be like K C in one of those teams. But that's yeah, some right. old school. I always seemed like the AFC West would be in Monday night football. You're that's right. correct. That's a good one. That's a good And
1: I one. and I like uh how that all those teams have different styles, I feel. Yeah like like they're all kind of similar they want to run the football you know beat you over the top with their weapons and play good defense but the Chargers I think a little bit more spread them out the Raiders a little more pound you ground and pound and I think that both teams are going to be trying to utilize their
0: speed receivers on the outside yeah that's good no you know you shouldn't have won last week right you know, I, I ran know. your ass. You no, know, ain't no, you know, dude. You know. you do no, what That's the way was, my
1: team's been performing every no, week so no, far, no. sir.
0: I ran your ass down. <laughs> and you know it. No. You beat me by nine. You beat me by nine points. All right. When it wasn't supposed to be that close. And you know it wasn't supposed to the only Dang. thing that messed up was the damn your defense wasn't supposed to play as well as my defense. <laughs> one. That's what, when I was like, damn, who am I playing against? I was like, no, I'm like, damn, I was like, Cleveland's defense. Cause I don't even watch fantasy during the Bears game. Really? I don't, I don't key in. I'm focused on the Bears game. Right. And my son's asked me, I'm like, I'll, I'll turn oh, to a I minute." I need I'm a like, distraction from the I'm like, I know. I'm not. Nah, Cause if it's going bad, I don't want to know right now, but I'm like, I know my defense is killing. Then I go and see you at what the saints defense. Yeah. And the crazy thing was I was going to pick up the saints. I was going to pick up the saints the week before. But the Cleveland was rated higher, so I was like, "All right, you want to just fiddle, just leave it alone, or whatever, right?" But um, yeah, so uh, you you know, boy, that one that one you, hey, you that's that's the way victory. my team is performing. Nah, buddy, that one right hey, there. Cause I you was, supposed, top to like of the top you was supposed to beat me by like twenty. You were supposed to beat me by like weekend. 20. I ran that ass. All right, we'll 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 hopefully will feel. All day. I feel is like you gave me your best shot. I was able to stand in
1: the ring and take it
0: uh-huh okay mother effer all right <laughs>
1: you better oh. destroy dirty d that
0: i don't know because i mean i got a straight team but it's not d got y'all you mean like your team is nice hey he got he was 95 point week he is not unbeatable i'm not dude he, he was leading the league in scoring before you won last week but anyway as we shift all right let's get to the best segment of the show let's go up for grabs with ryan b ski ryan b ski what you got for me
1: I wanted to get some baseball in there White Sox because like we talked About earlier besides the sky uh, There's no real championship Lusting until the White Sox get started In October because the Bears certainly Will not be supplying that to us This year and Mm -hmm. all the Question is around right now at least For an individual is that playoff rotation And Carlos Rodon so I want to know what you Make of Carlos Rodon's start On Wednesday and what Is the playoff rotation to you at this Point
0: um, I thought the start was excellent. Um, still, and he mentioned it, it's about how sore he's gonna be. Of course, he said that the first day he's gonna be sore. It's about recuperation. I did say this, Oshan and Maya. Depending on how far the socks go, I start him once a series. That's it. You don't have to worry about coming back in the series. So you still get your extra days or whatever. We'll figure it out because you don't want him four days after. You know what I'm saying? Like he he needs six, to be honest with you. You know what I'm saying? And if you prolong it, he's another added weapon. I mean, you're talking about a 2.70 RA this season, I believe. He has a 132 innings. Last year he had like 18 at that many. I mean, he's I mean, you you we need him. All right. Like when he's on, him and Lynn are the best pitches in this rotation when he's on. Now you could say that about Giolito, but Giolito's all a little bit about like, like this. Um Rodon, Lynn. Giolito. Um, Kaiko as one of those bullpen starters. Is that,
1: is that how you line it up
0: against Houston? I would go... I would go... Lynn, Rodon, Giolito. Is what I would probably do. I'd be tempted to go Rodon. I, I would be tempted to go Rodon, but I think, and I know he, he make it, he needs as much rest as possible especially when we're talking about playoff intensity, you know, so this isn't a regular inning right here. So he needs as much rest. And so I would, I'd go with Lynn first, then I would go with, with, with uh, Rodon and then I would go with Giolito, you know, because they wanted to go the other way and go Giolito over Rodon. But to me, when healthy, Rodon's had clearly a better season than Giolito. You know what I'm saying? Like Rodon's stuff has been nasty. And Giolito's, you know, that that you know, he's been nasty. That changeup is, you know, when it's biting, it's is one of the best in the major leagues. Um, but still, you know, you just don't know sometimes what you're gonna get from a Giolito. You know, what I'm consistently, you don't know sometimes, even though I know he's been pitching better. Um, and then, of course, you have all those bullpen guys, and you could just you, you start Kaiko, You give him maybe four innings, and then it's a bullpen game. If you if if you have to go four deep, you know what I'm saying? Like that's kind of the way I would. Even though I mean, I, I didn't think about Cease. Um, because like since, how I would do it,
1: you can tell me how you feel. Mm-hmm. I would start Lance Lynn game one. I would mm-hmm. go Giolito game two. And just because I'm a little concerned with Rodon's health, and I think, like you said, he needs longer rest, but I also like him more. I'm thinking Dylan Cease game three with Kopek. Like, Dylan Cease four innings, Kopek right after. It's almost like combo starter. And if we go to a game four, I'd rather have Carlos Rodon starting that game than, let's say, Dylan Cease.
0: Mm. I can understand that. I I would want to go... The way that I said, um, and I would maybe fourth game. You probably wouldn't do this. I would probably go cease fourth game. And With if you like have Lance th- Lynn or something. Right. You know, so I would I would probably go that way. Um, just just because I, I think you need the 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 Rodon game early. Remind you, he's probably not going to pitch again to the playoffs. So he's going right. to have he's going to have the rest. Time. He's going to have the rest. Uh, I would get him out the way. I wouldn't put him in a, um, a, a hyped up situation. It's already a playoffs. I would not put him in a crucial a game where it's like win or lose. We in some trouble. You know what I'm saying? That's how I feel I, about Dylan's Cease. But I understand yeah. completely what you're saying. I wouldn't I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't I wouldn't do that to him. Um, I would be more interested, actually, if someone has to do that and he could fail, Gilito may be the guy that I may be looking at. And again, because Lance is going to be the, the starter, you know what I'm saying? But Gilito may be the guy. But again, I, I definitely could be wrong. Um when it comes to who should pitch, you know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to say that you know what I'm, saying? I'm the, the master pitching ace when it comes, I'm not I'm not cats and his bad boy.
1: I do like your idea though that Rodon has been the better pitcher. Like if you feel good about his health, it might make a lot of sense to do Lance Lynn, Rodon, and then have Giolito for game three and then it's no hold bar for game four. Right cease to start, but if we gotta go Kopech, if we gotta go Kopec, Lance Lynn or whoever yeah. We go. Because I'm thinking Rodon, like you probably almost have to keep Kopak as like he's gonna go the same day uh Rodon goes. Right. As just right. in case. Because if Rodon oh, can only forget, give you
0: four innings. Don't forget Ray Ray being a long guy. So Ronaldo Lopez. I mean, now it's the playoffs. Lopez has been playing very well. In the playoffs, that's a different animal. Hopefully, yeah. Ray Ray, he could he can sustain his performance into the playoffs. But pitching wise they have a lot of options. That bullpen bummer has has turned it around. Paris sitting there been helping. You have Kopech. You have Crochet. Even though you never know what you're going to get a little bit right now, you still have Kimbrel in there and then finished off by Hendricks. I mean, like they have the weapons and they have the offense. This this should be a deep run. I'm not saying World Series. I mean, they to me, they just gotta get out of the first series. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like they have to get out of the first. If they get out of the first series, it's all Kevin Garnett. And I'm saying anything is possible. <laughs> it's all it's all Garnett, man. It's all KG after that. You know what I'm saying? If they get out of the first series, man. So that's that's the thing to me. If they get out the first one, to me, the season is a success. But there, it's a threat that they could, they could take the whole thing or at least make it to the World Series.
1: Well, let's go with that. What are you most confident in with this team as they go into the playoffs? And what do you fear most with the White Sox?
0: I fear the bullpen as far as Kimbrell. It's the pitching. In which the pitching is deep. Uh, it's after the three starters that we mentioned. What may take place, um, but I'm, it, it's, it's, it's not a true fear. It's just oh, this could happen. I should say. I, to be honest with you, I mean, I guess like anything, they could slump, offensively they could slump, right? That could happen though. You know what I'm saying? So I, I mean, it does it look like it happened? No. All right. Uh, when it comes to the pitching somebody may be off somebody may not just have their ish together in the bullpen but i mean they have enough starters where that shouldn't be an issue they have enough bullpen arms where really it shouldn't be an issue to be honest with you i guess this i'm afraid perhaps defensively that that may be a problem that they it may be it may be that everything else is clicking But just from some poor fielding, it may cost them a game or two. Mm. So that's probably, if I have to have a fear, it's defensively, maybe they may not be able to get it done would be my fear. Um, What am I most confident in? I'm most confident in the everyday players. Um, I mean, I I, I haven't had offense kind of like overall. Yeah, I had have, I haven't had this type of uh, this type of talent on a team home for the most part homegrown. Um, I haven't, you know, what I'm saying so. And and then on top of that, you got you you got this generation's Connie Mack in Tony Um So I mean, I, the, as far as the, the planning and execution, I'm, I mean, I'm confident in that because you got TLR back there. I mean, uh, you got Tony Russo, you got TLR back, back there. Um, you got Rick Hahn as far as amassing who's gonna be uh, who's gonna be playing in these series. You know what I'm saying? Rick Hahn should be executive of the year. Um, I'm confident if they get out this 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 first series that they can make a name for themselves going into next year. And when I'm saying it, I'm not saying World Series champions, but I'm confident that they'll be even more than they were this year a team that people will be like, you gotta watch out for the White Sox because they're talent laden. There's no really gaps in this team, to be honest with you. It's just the only gap that this team has is that it's baseball. You know, and that in baseball, you can have the studs and you can run into a team that's just this on all cylinders, or it's just a bad matchup when it comes to you, or it's just not your day and your offense isn't clicking, and for some reason today, your pitching is off. It's it's that's why we love it to you know, saying it's like hockey. You know what I'm saying? It's just, you don't, you don't know. You know what I'm saying? It just depends. So, again, um, uh, I'm, I'm really confident, and I, I don't have any true fears, but I can point out some things that I, I can say, you know, this could be a concern as far as this team, and I would probably say defense and fielding could be one of my concerns for this team.
1: Yeah, I like that. I think the defense is number one. Uh, I I think it's going to be a really good playoffs. I just – it's going to be a tough first round matchup, especially because it's five games. So it's not even like the better team, you know, in seven game series. It's it's a lot easier for the better team to win, even though this is still baseball. And like you said, baseball can just baseball
0: all over you. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden you're out just like last year gone. against uh, Oakland. I was about to say the series can be gone before you even start figuring it. You could be down two zero and kind of start figuring it out, but it's too late. You know right. what I'm saying? And you get one game. It's just that's base. That's the that's the beauty of baseball. Listen, if, if you're talking about look who's on the roster, the Dodgers should have won the last five years mm-hmm. at mm-hmm. least. Mm-hmm. You could go further than that. That's but that's the beauty of baseball. You can have all the studs you want, but it when you get into the playoffs, it, look at the Cubs. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's it, you you can have a team with the whip in baseball. It does not guarantee. It definitely benefits you. It doesn't guarantee that you're going to win. Right. Walk out with the World Series trophy. It, it, it doesn't. That's that's just one of the great things about it.
1: And it still comes down to execution. And I think that that's where a team like the White Sox. It's unfortunate that they have to play the Astros because they're they're playoff laden. They're pretty hard. They they've been through the wars. So this is going to be so one dusty. of those teams. Yeah, exactly. So this is going to be so. one of those. Series like they're gonna have to earn it. They're not gonna be given anything. They're trying anything. to prove
0: something too. They're trying to prove that the cheating wasn't the major aspect of them right. winning or the major the major reason behind why they won. And it was the talent and the know how. Um. So we'll listen. This is a good series. This is a good series for the Sox to start off with. They didn't. I mean, it would have been great if it was a cakewalk, but they need to be tossed into the fire. You know what I'm saying? They need to be tossed into the fire. And at least and, it's
1: not the one and done type fire situation.
0: Right. right right so i'm amped i'm about to flip into socks mode don't call me leave me be all right honestly with I'm this doing... bad bears football
1: i am welcoming october baseball like right give me right. something to distract me from this
0: vomit that i have to look yeah. at so that's why we're leaning on the sky and the socks to provide us with some type of pleasure uh as how far about as the sky
1: good. just winning that championship and Baton hand
0: over right the over Sox. to the right <laughs> right and the crazy thing is this so in 05 um when the when the when the Sox won the Bears almost won the 05-06. yeah uh, and and but to the I didn't want the Bears kind of to win that one for several reasons okay. um because dude because you know as a Cubs fan do you know how they would have they would have defecated on our world series if the if the if the if the the Bears had won a Super Bowl Dog, you know how big... I don't care. I'm going to tell you this. I don't care what team you have in Chicago if that you, let's just say, you really love. No championship will be forgotten as quickly if the Bears win a Super Bowl after yeah. All right? Yeah. It's yeah. like, it's... Yeah. That's going to... Right. Oh, my God. Just right. picture it right now. I'd lose right. my mind. The Cubs won. Who cares? Oof, 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 oof. The Bulls won. Who cares? Right, right, dude. You could put NBA championships. People be like, man, but that Bears were, that Bears <laughs> Super Bowl victory. So I'm just telling you, like, it so for, for again, the Bears. Don't, so now the sky. I mean, I'm not to, trying to disrespect the sky, but you know, it's it's a niche sport, even though it shouldn't be. Um, so it's not like it's gonna just blow away the White Sox World Series or whatever. But uh, no, I think yeah, it'll that, work it, perfectly because, like you said. You the Bears, they overshadow, but it's like if everybody else
1: wins besides the Bears, it's all just like, oh, we're all a, oh, a team, yeah, a we're of Chicago. Yeah, yeah. But so, then the Bears uh, when it's like, oh, we don't give a oh, damn about do I we mean, have other
0: sports here? Right, Is it dude, not just football? Dude, if the, Bears were, if the Bears were contenders for three seasons, you can stop playing damn near all other sports in the city. <laughs> Yeah. Because the conversation would be like if so they had what Green Bay
1: had up there. Like Dude, they
0: have no other sports; they just have the football, cr- and it's fine. It would be cr- if the Bears were if the Bears were Green Bay. <laughs> oh, we would be so. I mean, not in a positive way. So sick of football talk in the off season. Just in the, I'll be like, damn, we're still this heavy on football, like. Do and that's the that's the worst. I don't know. I think it might bears. be the opposite.
1: We might see people comatosing in the street, just like loving <laughs> football talk, just trying oh. to breathe it in. Oh. Like,
0: oh, oh more, more. That's what makes that's what makes the whole thing with the bears so bad. It's this sleeping giant that they refuse to wake up, right? Like they they refuse to 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 to, to let sleeping dogs like own it oh. so they hard. own it, they own it already. That's Without that's even trying. They own it already, but man, that oh my goodness! If it listen, I can't wait. You know, it may not be on the lakefront. I'm sure. Uh, listen, like any, they can. They're gonna run into a run. It it may not be this decade. They're gonna just run into a run. They're just gonna have a great quarterback at one point, or just like the eighties. It's just gonna yeah. be the eighties. A I'm coach, sure. something. They're gonna run into it. But I'm just telling. Like if you go through a run where the Bears consistently have a chance to be a super oh there is nothing in town that's going to be so you are
1: football. rooting for these white Sox to win in october and then you gotta start rooting for bears to make sure they lose by february otherwise no, this championship i don't i don't forgot. have
0: any no, no 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 this is not the '05 five bears i don't have a threat <laughs> i'm i know i'm enjoying the what if white they Sox become the sky
1: season. they go nine and eight get into the playoffs they go on an unbelievable run
0: Who's the Candace Parkers? Is this, but Justin's the Candace Parker. I take it then. I mean, they yeah, don't. Because
1: he, he uh somehow injures you Matt know the Nagy. I was about to say, play you play know go.
0: the problem with the, everything you're saying? <laughs> Matt Nagy. Is Bill
1: Lazor will be <laughs> Candace Parker and knock out. <laughs> la Olin count Matt Nagy and be the uh,
0: Oh, man. Listen, great show. <laughs> Uh always appreciate all the work you put into this show, Rye. Uh we'll be back next week. Uh also with some changes to Ryan's job. We may be bringing you some some more shows uh weekly, depending on how things go, and depending on also what breaks. Sometimes we may just come in and do a quick 15 minutes if something breaks to give you our opinion on it. So always we should be going uh, check live out- soon. Yeah, we'd we'll be going live more often. So always check out that Davis show. We always appreciate it. Um, Enjoy this weekend. Don't do anything stupid. Hopefully the Bears do get a victory, but let's not be foolish and think it's more than what it truly is. Go Sky. Go White Sox.